Welcome to the Global Venturing Review Leadership Series, where we talk to thought leaders from all over the world to find out more about how they are changing the innovation ecosystem. Today, we have yet another extract from our DCV Digital Forum. This time, it is a discussion between Naoki Kamimeida, a partner and Europe Office representative for Global Brain Corporation, Dongsu Kim, the chief executive of LG Technology Ventures, and Tina Tosukowong, the senior director of corporate venture capital at GC International Group. And they are going to tackle accelerating Asia, how US-based VC arms from Asia are supporting innovation. Welcome everyone to the last panel session of the day. My name is Tina Tosukowong. I'll be one of your panelists today. And join me are two exceptional panelists from uh, LG Ventures, uh, Mr. Dongsu Kim and also Mr. Naoki uh, Kamimeida from the Global Brain Corporation. So we have a short 20 minute session, so I'm just gonna get right into it. First of all, I'd like to uh, introduce each of our panelists. I'm just gonna starting with myself. My name is Tina Tosukowong. I'm the Senior Investment Directors of GC Ventures America. We are the corporate venture arms of PTT Global Chemicals, who is a flagship petrochemical and material company of PTT conglomerate headquartered in Thailand. Actually, within the PTT groups of company, we have three separate CVC units operating independently. We are um, the only one that has the office both at the corporate headquarter in Bangkok, Thailand, and also uh, in the US. I am one of the founding uh, member of the Boston team, and uh, we invest starting from around mid-2018 in advanced materials, clean tech, biotech life science, and industrial digitals. And we have two teams. Uh, our US team is focusing uh, mainly for the North America region, while our Bangkok partner is focusing on the rest of the world. And super excited to be joining with me by Dong Su Kim. So Dong Su, would you please introduce yourself and your fund? Sure. Uh... Yes, so I'm Dong Su Kim, uh, CEO of LG Technology Ventures, uh, which is, of course, the venture capital arm of uh, LG Group. We manage uh, fund assets in excess of $400 million. Of course, all the funds do come from uh, different LG companies. We invest mostly uh, series A, B, or, or later stage companies in very broad area of technology, including, of course, uh, materials, devices, software services and 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 you name it almost uh <laughs> most uh, uh hot areas uh, that that most venture capitalists are investing these days uh we are based in silicon valley uh, but we do invest worldwide thank you how about yourself naoki san uh, my name is naoki kamimaida so i'm partner at uh, global Blend. so global Blend is uh, one of the largest VCs in japan actually headquartered in tokyo and also have offices in uh Seoul, Korea, Singapore, Jakarta, Indonesia, San Francisco, and uh, London. So then uh, I'm based in London and heading our Europe activities. So we manage actually eight active funds right now and uh, seven corporate venture capital funds alongside our mothership peer investment fund. So we are also early stage focus, series A, series B mainly, and sometimes we do a post-seed. And uh, we are focused on uh, deep tech, fintech, and insure tech. Thank you so much. So it is quite interesting that Dong Su, you represent GC uh, uh, LG Venture that has the headquarter in Korea. So um, 
how do you get started? How do you convince the corporate mothership that it is the right move to set up the CVC fund in the U.S.? Yeah, so I was actually a fortunate position that I was brought in to start the LG Tech Venture. So before I joined, LG used to invest uh, out of the balance sheet of each companies. But from a, a very top level, they decided that a dedicated corporate venture capital team was needed to represent the entire LG group. So I was uh, recruited to come in and uh, to uh, start it and run it. So when I was setting it up, I really felt that uh, in order to do uh, the corporate venture capital uh, right, you really have to be at the center of the where the innovation is. So naturally, Silicon Valley was was a good place to have the, the headquarters of the ventures unit. But you know, as as we Again, I mean, started here, uh, the team is here, but we've started investing also in other geographies, including Israel, uh, Europe, Korea. Uh, also have a, 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 a investment in Hong Kong, in a Chinese company that's headquartered in Hong Kong. So again, just we are now expanding uh, worldwide. Impressive. And in your case, Naoki, that's even more challenging, right? So how do you end up being able to convince the corporate in Japan to, you know, come invest in your company that's located in the UK? So actually, uh, so as I told you, so we manage seven different corporate venture capital funds and uh, each fund has a, actually our model is one GP, one LP structure. So each fund has a one single LP and uh, so we are taking care of our financial side and uh, each corporate is taking care of uh, this uh, strategic return side and uh, we work on daily basis. So then, uh, of course, many, obviously, uh, so many Japanese corporations also are first looking into Silicon Valley startups. Now, of course, uh, it's good, but uh, Silicon Valley is not only the place, right, for startup innovation and so on. Then we started looking into Israel and uh, Europe. Then, so actually, there are a bunch of uh, interesting uh, startups here, and uh, price-wise, a bit more reasonable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's why uh, we started trying to invest in uh, those startups and we had a kind of early success. Uh, then now we could convince uh, those corporates to look into uh, Europe and Israel as well. So very interesting, right? Because your funds are not with the headquarters. So how do you communicate to them? You know, how often do you communicate to them and how do you navigate around the fact that the corporate is on one side of the world, <laughs> the office is on the other side of the world. How much inter- interaction do you get from the corporate? Is the decision making driven by the corporate or is it like from the local team situated in US and in UK, for example? So at this moment, decision making is done all in Tokyo. So that's why yeah, sometimes I need to wake up in late night and so on. But uh, so uh, we communicate with uh, actually in Global Blaine, so we have a dedicated team for each CVC funds. So then those guys communicate with uh, each CVC almost on daily basis. And uh, so then corporate side also, they set up a CVC team, of course, mm-hmm. but uh, a bit smaller than you guys, I think, because uh, they can use us as well. So always uh, when we do our decision making, first we need to go through our corporate side and then uh, we need to check whether they see our strategic values. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily now, maybe long term in the future or something like that. Then if if they say yes, then uh, we will take care of our financial side. And uh, then if 
both parties agree, then we invest. So that's how it works. I see. So your investment committee also uh, involve the corporate LP or the investment committees. Yeah. So actually, it's a separate uh, uh, committee, but uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I see. What about LG Tech Ventures, Dongsu? Are you investing for strategic purpose or are you focusing on financial return? How do you manage that? By design, we look for both strategic and financial returns. Uh, I'm a firm believer that that you really have to try to invest uh, with financial objectives in mind. Otherwise, you cannot get good strategic value by investing in companies that are failing. So uh, so our first priority is to make sure that the investment itself will provide a strong financial return. And of course, I mean, uh, because the money does come from LG, we do also need to uh, take the strategic uh, rationale into consideration. But uh, when we're setting it up, well, we purposely set up in a way that we do not need to have the strategic fit at the time of the investment. If we can foresee some strategic relationship down the road, then we can you know, preemptively invest now, see how the company develops, and then at the right time, try to bring them, uh, bring the company together with our business units and R&D centers to try, try to create synergies. And when you talk about creating synergies, right, uh, mm-hmm. given that there's a geographical separation between the team in the U.S. and the corporate mm-hmm. mothership, how early do you involve the corporate into the process? Are they sitting on the investment committees to get the deal flow or, or do you have a dedicated post-deal management team to bring mm-hmm. the um, startup to pitch the corporation and things mm-hmm. like that? How do you find uh, the best model to bring the real tangible strategic value from the portfolio company back? To yeah. The so I guess it comes in multiple stages. But at the time when we are uh, uh, considering the investment, early on, we try to get our uh, business units or, or R&D centers involved so they can provide us comments on, on the technology and also potential strategic fit. Once we get the, the endorsement from them, then afterwards, we uh, LG Tech Ventures takes over and we structure the deal, negotiate, do the financial due diligence and then legal due diligence. And the investment committee is all uh, within the, the firm. So the managing is really the managing directors of, of LG Tech Ventures and myself who are in the investment committee to make the final decision to invest. After investment, we do have uh, uh, some uh, the business development team who helps mm. our portfolio to get connected with the right uh, right people within LG. So the business development people do come from different LG business units. Uh, so we have a relationship and understand who's looking for what. So uh, again, and, and time is always a, an important issue. You don't want to introduce a company when it's too early, when they're not ready to engage with the business unit. I think uh, that's a mistake that sometimes uh, CVC units make is you introduce a company too early, then are ready to collaborate, and, and then the business unit or R&D center people think, oh, this company's not good, and then it's really hard to change their perception once they decide that uh, the company's not interesting. So it's uh, so we try to uh, uh, also uh, provide some advice to the startups on how to approach them, and, and also if even after the initial discussion, that there, sometimes there are some miscommunication between the, the company and, and the startup, and we try to sometimes mediate between the, the two, two parties. Uh, at the end, we just try to create synergies between the two and then help our portfolio company grow. Excellent. 
And do you set the objective upfront that you are investing in order to acquire the company later, some sort of things like that? Or does it come into the picture that, oh, when it's the time to make a decision for the follow-on, the company mm-hmm. must have achieved some certain collaboration with the corporation in order to get to the next step of the collaboration? Is there a purpose specifically for that? Yeah, so we always leave potential to to acquire the company down the road, but that's not a requirement. We do not invest because we want to acquire. So we just try to find just the best companies with great technologies, uh, invest first, and if the timing is right and if everything aligns, then then we'll we'll help them get connected with the right people, and then we'll just step out of the way. So so the acquiring party, which is the, our business unit, will just directly. Mm-hmm. Talk. But I think it's, it's really hard to uh, structure a deal where you think you can get the sole right to acquire the company. I mean, that's not good for the company and, 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 and it's also just uh, not good for your, your own reputation also because, you know, other investors want the option of the company being acquired by, by just anybody out there in the market. Excellent. Thanks for sharing those points. How mm-hmm. about you, Naoki? You have seven different LPs. When they approach Global Brain, uh, what are their intent? Are they like focusing on strategics? Are they focusing on the returns? Why do they need, you know, the external fund manager when they also have their own headquarter office? Yeah, so uh, some of these, our CVC partners actually did uh, their own venture investment previously. But at that time, they found out uh, kind of, uh, so they need to seek both financial returns as well as uh, strategic uh, returns to be kind of uh, included in the venture ecosystem. And also uh, without a financial return mindset, it's very hard to uh, select a good corporate uh, startups and so on. That's why uh, they started partnering with us and uh, we had uh, great success with these early partners. Then with those, then we are kind of convincing uh, other corporates to join. So both those ones are always we are taking of then yeah so when we approach uh, startups in our case it's kind of easier than uh, uh don't suitcase i think because uh, we are two separate entities and uh, so global brain itself is uh kind of acting as a pure vc venture capital then on top of this uh, we are kind of adding a strategic help and supports from this corporate so when they those corporate work with startup it's kind of their responsibility. Of course, we could push, but uh, then internally, they need to discuss with other business units. But uh, then this this kind of activity could be done separately from uh, our normal kind of portfolio management and advising startups, this kind of activities. So the, the roles are kind of separated. So that's our model. Thank you for sharing. I think we, we use sort of a combined approach as well. We have our own CVC unit, but at the same time, we also invest indirectly into funds so that they can uh, give us the expertise, the pre-screen view flow and things like that. And we have partnered with three funds in the past, Pangea Ventures, Emerald Ventures and Builders, and we learned a lot from them. We were able to send our uh, analysts from the home headquarter to get secondment agreement uh, and get trained uh, by the VC. So it's extremely powerful. Now we know how you communicate with the corporate. What about when you communicate with startups? What do you think is the key message that you want to convey that why they should choose the 
CVC coming from Asia rather than taking money from someone else? Okay, uh, let me take a crack at that. Uh, obviously, I mean, it depends on the company, of course, right? I mean, there are enough startups who uh, who can just do their own business here locally in the United States or what so forth, but there are enough companies who's, you know, uh, building a strategic relationship with corporates in Asia could help, especially if you are, are building, you know, building hardware or, or, or if you want to expand your, your reach to, to Asia, then having a, a partner who, who has a large presence in Asia can really help. So it's really case by case basis. But if you discuss with the startups and, and try to understand what they achieve, and if there's a fit, then then uh, having a corporate on your side can be a huge asset. Excellent. How about global brand, Aoki? Yeah, so actually I agree with that, Donsu. So Asia is, of course, now growing rapidly. So then definitely uh, these markets should be attractive for, I'd say, Western uh, startups and so on. Then uh, previously, those Asian corporates didn't have a venture VC mindset. I think, but now, so like you guys, so we are acting as a VC as well as a CVC. So that's mm-hmm. why uh, from a startup's perspective, it's getting easier to communicate with uh, us. And uh, on top of uh, this financial thing, of course, uh, CVC can bring uh, strategic values, which is very strong for startups to grow. So then that's why uh, CVCs are kind of getting more attractive for startups, I think. Thank you. Well, we are running out of time. Give us some crystal balls. You know, the world has changed significantly in the past 12 months. What do you think LG would be focusing on this year? This year, we are all about the biggest is EV related technology. So, so again, I mean, LG is one of the largest manufacturers of lithium ion batteries for, for EVs. So everything related with battery materials or, or management systems and, and all that is, is, is really high priority for us. Thank you. How about you now, Okay. So now well, we have a different mandate for each fund, but most of these CVCs are now interested in uh, climate tech. Then in addition to uh, AI, cloud, cyber, this kind of technologies and fintech, insurtech. So now I think this year we will be more looking into climate tech related startups. Excellent. I, I share the same view. I think with the new administrations, uh, we're going to focus a lot more on uh, decarbonization. I think that's uh, very important for the industrial uh, companies like ours. And also uh, perhaps also want to unlock the power of biotech in creating a more sustainable materials for our consumer, for our societies. Wow, 20 minutes flew by so quickly. <laughs> so um, as a wrap up, I really want to thank my panelists, Dongsu and Naoki, for sharing your invaluable insight today. I really learned a lot on how CVC from Asia can really support innovation and how we got started, how we set up may be quite different, but uh, I'm a strong believer that as long as you get started and keep moving forward, I think you can return the strategic value to your corporation and the CVC and VC community. And with that, I want to thank GCV for having us today and bringing us together again, uh, even though it's virtually. I cannot wait uh, to see you all in person. Thank you very much. And back to you, Tim. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much.
Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.